Welcome to the Need More Buffs podcast, the unofficial Lightseekers podcast sponsored by DeliveryCrab.com. DeliveryCrab.com, your number one source for Lightseekers cards and three points of healing. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the inaugural episode of the Need More Buffs podcast. I am your host, Matt Sonnenberg, and today's episode, though, is not going to be an average episode. I have two very special guests with me today. Uh, This is going to be an episode that kind of explains what the Lightseekers TCG is all about and how it came to be, because I have Chris and Benny. These two are the two responsible for creating the Lightseekers TCG, and you'll see in a moment just why I say that. It's these two specifically. Uh, Play Fusion as a whole obviously put this game out and it was produced by Tomy. But if it weren't for these two, if it weren't for Chris and Benny, we wouldn't have this game. So without further ado, here is part one of the interview that I have with Chris and Benny. This is actually going to be a three part interview. Uh, parts two and three, I split up to cover the deck analysis of the Lightseekers decks that they brought along. So episodes two and three will be a little bit closer to an average episode, but episode one is very special. All the background you should ever need about the Lightseekers trading card game is right here in this episode. But stay tuned to the very end because I have a special request along with a way for you to win something at the same time. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Need More Buffs podcast. I'm your host, Matt Sonnenberg, and today I have two very special guests without whom this honestly would not even be possible because they're responsible for creating the entire game I'm talking about. I have with me Chris and Benny from the Lightseekers team. How are you guys doing? Hello, I'm doing well. This is Chris. Hey, this is Benny. Doing good, thanks. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having us, yeah. So, I guess we'll kind of just jump right into it. Um, For anybody who hasn't really heard of the game, but maybe has played some other TCGs or something like that, can you give me a a quick rundown? I know it it could be tough without seeing all the cards and such, but (laughs) um, just kind of a basic overview of how the game is played. Um, okay, do you want me to go? Okay, okay yeah. so a brief overview is um, it's obviously a turn-based card game, uh, and how you take your turn, it's 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 limited to your turn, so it's not like a, I play a card, then Benny can react to what I've done, it's a, sure. I do my turn, and he reacts with his turn. Uh, obviously, we're trying to destroy each other, or you play as a hero, and you're trying to remove the other hero's health, first person to zero is the loser, and you do this by playing cards, uh, there's a few flavours of cards, attack, defend, and buffs, buffs where it gets a little bit interesting, they hang around, do extra effects, and they can provide all sorts of crazy interactions with the entire game. Uh, and then to to take it another another step forward, all of those cards come in combo flavors, uh, which require payment of cards, and they're like more powerful versions of their of their action card, the normal cards, counterparts. Um, it all works in multiplayer, which is something we're very proud of as well. Uh, I think our record now is a seven or eight player game. Wow! Uh, it lasts as long as you've got people <laughs> and time to play. Um, but yeah, it works really well in multiplayer, and uh, obviously we're we're quite happy with how it's all all going out there at the moment. Wonderful. Yeah, it's worth adding that. Uh, sorry, uh, that it's designed to be quite a, kick, a quick fire game. The rounds mm-hmm. are relatively short. Uh, there are a lot of things that are different from typical card games. There are no minions. You don't have mana, etc. 
uh, US have a limited amount of actions to take. Uh, something else as well. Oh yeah, uh, we pride ourselves on it being hopefully <laughs> easy to pick up and a bit harder to master. We find that like, after a few turns or even halfway through the first game, everyone gets how to play this game. It's not mm-hmm. it's not a steep learning curve. But then the more cards you see in boosters, the more depth and complexity, and uh, you can go down the rabbit hole quite quickly. <laughs> definitely, I, I would definitely agree with that. It's one of those yeah, <laughs> easy to learn, hard to master, and people catch on very quickly from from oh, my yeah, experience. Counter deck, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. You you mentioned the multiplayer briefly. Was was that always part of the plan, or was that just something that came about? Like, did you have to tweak anything along the way to make that work? Yeah, I mean, the, uh, I mean to be honest, like, there wasn't much of a plan at all to begin with. <laughs> uh, it kind of just became a thing, and but but from the get go, multiplayer was one of the things we wanted to do. Yes, uh, I mean, some of my background is from like colleagues I used to play use the support on multiplayer stuff, but more recently, the last like 10 years or so, I haven't really seen much that does it, so it's one of the things that we wanted to capture. Sure. Yeah, and it's very, it's very good for the audience. Obviously, it's not a common thing at the moment, and also from like a family aspect, you don't find a lot of parents and children playing card games together because it's usually like one-on-one or a bit hardcore mm-hmm. in some games, so like this is actually quite family-friendly, we found, like a lot of expos. You get the, the card game players as well, which is great, obviously, but it's also quite refreshing to see everyone of all and gender and age playing together or against each other so very cool definitely so let's take a little bit of a step back then i guess too what kind of background do each of you have in whether it be tcgs or card games or just games in general um okay i'll go first um well we both uh, worked together for now 10 years in the video games industry uh um, my uh, background's more video games design and um, content creation. I was working at Jagex before PlayFusion um, as content developer on, like, you know, bosses, all sorts of design. I mean, it's more than I can list. I mean, there's there's plenty out there to, to check out. Um, also involved in a yeah, few on other... Runescape. On, on RuneScape, sorry, as well, uh, as well as a few of other Jagex's projects creeping up. Um, and then when we come to PlayFusion, obviously, me and Benny and uh, another designer kicked off the Lightseekers RPG, uh, like, uh, online app thing with the... Uh, the action figures and all that stuff, as, as I'm sure you see, that's one of the, the heads of this dragon. And then um, we expanded into the TCG. Um, Benny's definitely got more TCG experience than me, I think, in the, from a background point of view. But uh, I think I've also uh, tried to bring, like, you know, a new sort of player to the... Yeah, uh, fresh eyes on it. Yeah, fresh uh, eyes. The rotation just, I, think, I think differently about it, yeah. I think, uh, like, the rotation mechanic on the card was um, an idea I had to avoid, like, the complexities of, like, little <laughs> counters and dice. Um, so, yeah, that's what I brought and then Benny? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, uh, yeah, I mean, as most of us here have grown up just with video games, and in my case, also lots of role-playing games. I've been making my own role-playing games since, like, age of eight, nine, stuff like that. Nice. So, like, designing board games and card games <laughs> always, like, a hobby as a child. Uh, but then, yeah, professionally, I've been making video games now for about ten years. Okay. Uh, yeah, I worked with Chris since day one, actually. Mm. Um, <laughs> he was QA on my very first project yeah. back in that, that time. Uh, so old now. But yeah, so uh, it's been MMOs, it's been a lot of uh, PvP aspects for me, so mm. online PvP games, uh, worked on uh, card games at Jagex as well, uh, we've worked previously. Um, so uh, yeah, RuneScape, Rusty Chronicles, Transformers Universe, etc. So yes, I have a big PvP interest and background <laughs> uh, when it comes to gaming and design. Um, so yeah, that's Which kind is of useful because the card games PvP. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of where that comes from for me. All right, all right. So the the other thing you mentioned then was the rotating buffs, which <laughs> honestly, yeah, it, it, it's what I kind of 
pick out as the most unique feature of this game. Where, where did that come from? Like, I there, there, <laughs> obviously there's so much you can do with it. Yeah. Once uh, you realize what's going on, but I, wh- where did you start with designing that? Well, so the because at the very beginning, like one of the first things we want to do is one thing I've always wanted to do when it comes to just making a card game is to have that kind of simple turn structure I have now. So we, the first thing we started talking about were like attack and defend cards, like just keeping it simple. Yeah. Uh, like well, do, you actually, actually, do you want to go back to the start of how we thought about the whole game? Because yeah. obviously the design of the game came from like an interface as well. We can go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. we could go back if, if you don't brief, mind. Brief history. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, <laughs> like it, the the basics of of where this game came from. Like I I, I know I've heard both of you at one point or another in an interview somewhere kind of run it down. But go for it for this audience. Yeah. Uh, yeah so maybe we. Uh, we were in a meeting room just talking about the combat system for the digital RPG. Yeah. Uh, we basically we were looking for a like little gameplay mechanic to keep combat interesting while you're not really caring about the opponents and so on. And we started talking about the combo system, so similar to what some <laughs> like JRPGs do, where you have like a little mini game running back from the combat system. Sure. Uh, we started talking about combos, and as we drew <laughs> like potential UI solutions on the whiteboard, all of a sudden kind of clicked that. This could be a card game. Like we didn't, we never set out to make a card game, uh, but we kind of just pushed the combat system to the side and like, <laughs> what would happen if it was a card game? Uh, and then we started looking at yeah, using the elements to pay for combos was kind of the first. Yeah, it was like yeah, how, it was the very first thing we did, I think. Yeah, so to charge a combo in the main game to get there quicker, you'd use fire abilities, for example. So to, sure. you know, the old example was like Wrath of the Mountain, fire crystal, crystal fire and earth. So it'd randomly pick an element, you tap a crystal one if it's the one, and you boost your combo quicker. And then we're like. What if these little icons on the screen were actually cards, and I use a crystal card, a crystal card, a fire card, and I had to pay for wrapping them out? And, and like Benny said, we sort of just downed tools and uh, drew some cards on paper. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so one of the things then was that uh, because the action figure venue, like we know there's going to be an audience that's younger than the typical card game audience would be. Yep. So we so we knew that we wanted to keep the core mechanics relatively simple. Uh, that's where like yes, attack and defend cards came from. Uh, but then. We also know that in order to grow the design, we need something more complicated, something that can evolve a bit more, that can do more differentiation on when it comes to designing cards. And I mean, I start talking about, like, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of counters. I don't want to, because when I play other card games, I have a bag of counters, I have <laughs> yeah. other dice all across yep. the table. Like, it's just, it, I don't necessarily mind, but it can be a bit of a pain in the ass, and it's always a bit of an obstacle. Uh, and we kind of start talking about if we could avoid that. And that's when Chris came up with the idea of, uh, what if we just had the counters on the cards? <laughs> uh, I've still, yeah, still got the original sketch I drew at my first notepad at the company. Just a, a card with values on the corner. Like, yeah, what if the cards span? Yeah, um, yeah, I think that was... like was Prism Cannon, right? Yeah, Prism Cannon was the very, <laughs> very first buff card we ever designed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there we are now. Yeah, <laughs> Clunky corners and everything. Yeah, so, it's, uh, yeah, so it, it just came from a kind of... A, almost a desperation to keep it simple and avoid yeah. counters. Yeah, keeping it simple was the goal. And then uh, th- that mechanic obviously became a thing. And we, we started simple with that mechanic, like Prism Cannon, you know, nothing, 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 mm-hmm. more damage. Then we're like, it's a concept of time. You wait in your patience. We can give you more. Yep. And then obviously um, we expanded that to, you know, this card can now increase things done by other cards. And this one, you know, you wait for healing or different effects. And uh, and it sort of, yeah, ended up where it is now. And I don't know how clunky corners came around in the end, actually. Uh, so the... I think the yeah, the, one. yeah, it was Mountain Fort was the first one, but it used to just explain on the card, rotate this yeah. when you take damage or when you reduce damage. 
And we kind of just got annoyed by having to put that text not record that That's did right. something like that. Sure. So they wanted to use a visual solution for it. So we just well, with a square wheel has trouble rotating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yep. Uh, the, yeah. The, I, I, I love too how. So, so I, I guess I should ask. Th- there are 386 cards, I think, right now. Yep. And. That's a, I, I mean, that's a lot of cards. Did did the two of you design all of them, or did you have yeah. help down down the line? Uh, no, so it's uh, so it's uh, the very first. So the first set of cards we did was we started with mountain order. That was the very first set we did. Okay, we just made some mountain cards, and they were both us together, kind of just come up with some cards. And once we knew kind of the numbers we're playing with, uh, then I kind of uh, so. It, it, I mean, don't want to sound like I'm hogging anything here because we've both been making the cards, but I, I spend a lot of time, just spare time, just jotting down different combinations of numbers and card designs and so on. Yeah. And it kind of just grew from there. Um, so it's, uh, we have like, occasionally we have big brainstorming sessions where, like for example, every time we go on a flight, <laughs> uh, we have to sit next to each other and we just spend the entire flight pissing everyone off by just talking about cards and designing new cards. And I think when we flew to Gen Con, we designed like 54 cards yeah, we flight out. off the next batch. Yeah. Um, so we kind of just take we take just a few hour sessions every now and then just smash out a ton of cards. I would then end up tweaking later on, and then after we kind of know, cool, we have a framework, I have a flavor for how these orders should play. Then it's most. Uh, I mean, I spend a lot of time then just making more cards myself, and then we go through them together. Uh, and then as we play, we realize holes that we think need filling or other ideas from playing that. Then both of us just come up with stuff. Uh, but no, it's just yeah, it's just to us making those cards. Here we are, the card department. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, yeah, us yeah, making them and playtesting them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, with a bit of help from other people. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, we have some people who uh, like, especially early on, like massively helped out with, in the spare time to join in and play during lunch just to test the game with us. Okay. Uh, but it's been like a total of maybe five people. Uh, yeah, small department. <laughs> yeah, I like how over. Uh, there's so many cards so many of them are like themed so well like one of my favorites to point out to people is like the guard snail <laughs> and I'm like yeah that makes it sense it takes forever to heal you but it, it, it won't, if he makes it there he'll, he'll do a good job <laughs> yeah it's always a story when someone plays guard snail it's like yeah they're just cheering him on when they rotate him yeah they, yeah they, <laughs> almost every time i play it there's always been a commentary every time yeah, they rotate it's yeah. almost there it's coming Got yeah. guard snail. yes and he's being crystal bleached. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you said, th- th- this card game wasn't originally planned, and yeah. from from what I've heard, the success wasn't necessarily anticipated then either. So, when it did start taking off, like what? What changed? Were the things? Did you have to like start playing catch up with things, or like did you have to increase the production of the cards, or what happened in uh, the, these? Yes, I guess these past couple that. months. <laughs> uh, yeah, to begin with, because uh, like we had the AR stuff, and we knew we wanted to do something with like imagery. Sure. Like, well, it was, uh, yeah, whatever it might be, like it might just be picture cards. So we knew we wanted something with images and AR effects. Uh, it wasn't meant yet to be a card game. Like, where you can do AR on the, uh, the art for the action figures, for example. Um, but yeah, so when we started doing it, because we kind of just, we spent our own time doing lunch breaks after work and so on, just making cards, playtesting and so on, 
it was a bit of a blessing in disguise to some extent because we were kind of just left on devices doing whatever we wanted with it. Yeah. Uh, which, not to sound harsh to anyone else, obviously, uh, but uh, it was it was kind of just a the vision was maintained. I yeah. Think. We had we had focus, and there's only two of us. It wasn't a lot of chefs spoiling the mm-hmm. the route, so to speak. So I think we 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 were happy with it, and I think just because of our two backgrounds, like you know, I think the the mix of the two you know, meant it was quite solid, and we were both enjoying it. I think we we also have different opinions on on things like complexity and like the card games like this. So I think like because we both liked it, it sort of felt like it was good. Yeah. I mean, there was <laughs> and then like, so it's like you know it took a, it took a while to obviously get to our first expert stuff, but it was yeah. There's there's moments where me and Benny have been like get the feeling more people should have probably played this than us but then you know we go to an expo and it's like it's it's always a resounding success and we usually have a moment at most expos where we're sort of like still sort of waiting for someone to hate it but like it's it's really really great to see how far it's come and we're not really playing catch up uh, catch up because um we always had a plan like one of the key things was we didn't want to as benny just touched on we didn't want to just make like an ar card gimmick or just cards for you know you scan and they're done yeah we were quite keen on making a mock their game that's compelling you know simple to pick up hard and master that sort of thing but also be a standalone game one of the thing about light seekers is it's got all of this whole universe with the rpg the figures the card game but all of it works on its own like if you don't like the card game you know there's the figures there's the rpg and and that goes for every facet of the universe so one of our things was to make a, a good card game that could stand on its own and part of that comes with thinking ahead like we have booster expansions coming out we have mechanical expansions coming out and as, as i said about the decks we've got in the office there's so many here like was it 28 or something right in front of us right now there's so many new cards coming out i mean we're i mean we're not playing catch up but we are playing a lot of cards uh, to get the next sets ready um and then and yeah there's how many have we got 142 uh, 60 uh, so there's, there's tons coming yeah, yeah I mean so the next set is 140 new cards yeah. so then after that I don't want to say too much for the future yeah, yeah. Is it 250 <laughs> plus for the one after that yeah. uh, so we, we do, have a do, do you have a, a, a timeline for any of the future stuff that you can share now or not uh, I don't know I mean we have a timeline <laughs> I don't know how how set in stone that is from a production point of view, printing process, and so on. Like, sure. we know what we want to hit, but, uh, I mean, early next year is kind of what we're hoping yeah. for. Yeah, Q1. Um, well, but exactly when, don't really know. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it depends on uh, a lot of things like the, yeah, like what the printing schedule like for the uh, the company that's the printing for us. Are they busy with other things at the time, whatever? Uh, it's hard to say. And we're not too uh, invested in, or we don't know we're too much about the, much, yeah, yeah. The, the whole, like, warehouse and shipping yeah. front of things yeah. Um, but yeah we're, we're aiming for early next year for the next uh, booster expansion that's, yeah. our, that's, our, that's our goal yeah but yeah that's it. But in terms of like yeah, uh, the question about catching up and so on like because we spent a lot of time just doing this ourselves with a few people giving input during breaks like where like um, one of the testers who's now a content developer for the main game and programmer mm-hmm. there were two people that played a lot with us in the beginning um, yes, just doing four player games or double one on ones whatever um, but I kind of got to a point where uh, basically, I mean, one of the big projects we're working at PlayFusion is that we do get a lot of freedom in how and what we want to do. Uh, and eventually, it kind of just became a case of going to the founders and saying, like, we think this is something we should do. Mm. Um, and uh, it was a bit nerve-wracking to some extent because the, the obvious questions are, well, is it good? Would people like it? And like, <laughs> well, we like it. We have no idea. Sample size that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was, it was kind of nerve-wracking in that regard. And then when it turned out that damn, 
people really actually like it. Like the first <laughs> expo was like it's a person I can't necessarily speak for Chris, but I was very nervous about the first oh, expo yeah, because yeah. like we are like people have like we had a few early tournaments and so on, but like the game has evolved quite a lot, or mm. a few things have changed uh, to big degrees, which we can talk on later. Uh, but like as a game stood when we went to the first expo. Uh, when it was, was this? Yeah, it was Birmingham. Yeah, it was, it was this year. It was this year. <laughs> yeah, just a few months ago. Uh, yeah, because like there were so few people that actually played the game that like, oh, he's going to get smashed. Because I'm, I tend to just assume the worst about things. Yeah. Don't know why. Uh, Hopefully, but then, the yeah, exactly. But uh, but then when people really liked it, that's when it really kicked into gear. Like, wow, this really is something. Mm. Um, and I think the main thing that's been kind of catch up is that. Uh, on the art side of things, like we, we now have the, we have three concept artists that work across the whole studio basically on everything we do. Okay. And they have spent a lot of their free time now just drawing cards. Yep. Like that's a big. I think that's been the biggest catch-up thing. Like Chris and I spent a lot of time playtesting the cards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it, when you're playtesting, um, it's not so much what the card looks like; it's the text on the card. Yeah, it's a, it's a balance of them and which things work together and have a missed and broken combinations of mm. effects and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, more times always better on that. Uh, there's some things you can do just mathematically. We can we can calculate some of those effects and so on. We can put numerical values on things. And not everything, but some things, uh, which helps us a bit. But obviously, on the art of things, you don't really have those kind of shortcuts. So we have the three people now just working a lot of time to make sure that yeah. it's it maintains the quality or goes beyond the current quality. And, and, they, and, they all and care, yeah, they all care a great deal as well. So we also use an outsource company for some of the art as well. And even when that comes back in, and our art director's got a very keen eye, and he does not let things slip. <laughs> awesome. um, and, and, like, and like Benny said, those, I mean, like we see guards now, you know, any example, I mean, they're all, the, the art quality, so we're very happy with. Um, and that's that's a credit to that company and our three uh, concept artists, because they touch up every card personally. And even if, if, if it comes back like perfect quality to me and Benny, like, oh, that's a great card, they'll somehow make it look even better. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, we were just looking at one of the uh, the batches earlier and they just look phenomenal. I'm looking so... Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah but they're, they're getting better. I, <laughs> I, they, they started off good. They started off great and they're just getting better and better. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm so impressed with the last... We just looked at the last batch today because, uh, uh, yeah, Tom, uh, the art director, kind of finalised the first draft of uh, one of the sets uh, just last night. So we've yeah. been looking at it today and it looks so good. Mm. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so the uh, but then obviously as well on the like event front and so on. Like, uh, let's say five months ago, we didn't have any events scheduled really. We <laughs> yeah, went to yeah. UK Games Expo and decided to show the game there. And then, wow, we should probably do something. So we quickly yeah. started touring the country and got a few people in I, America I think that's to tour actually, yeah, that's game worth, shops there. That's worth touching on a little bit more actually. Just uh, I think to the point of catching up again. I think that's one of the things we are playing a bit more catch up on is is getting it in people's hands because obviously we realised it it resonates really well and people seem to enjoy playing it so we just want to reach people which is great like we were talking to you and obviously your your website and the service it's, it's really good to just get cards in people's hands and start organized play and tournaments and just get off the ground i think that's the biggest thing we're trying to push and catch up on rather than the card front specifically it's just the the community getting it to the players and, and, and seeding the community which is why we, i mean i'm really happy with how it's already seeding naturally but yeah we're just trying to you know make that happen as quickly as possible and as to the best quality as possible as well. Yeah, it's been, been a lot of like last minute flights because we, oh, we got to stand at so-and-so. Let's just <laughs> tomorrow fly you over there. Yeah. Hope you don't have any plans. Yeah. So, so okay, the, the 
like you said, you've been doing a lot of touring and getting it into whether it be local shops or expos or that type of thing. Yeah. And I, I, I know generally when you go to places, you at least set up some kind of, you know, just small tournament or something like that. But I know you are starting to plan the bigger picture, like overall competitive scene. Has that been difficult? Is that something you had experience in? Or what what, what, um, what the, goes into setting something like that up? Yeah, so the I mean, we have experience in the, the back-end side of things more than the actual use experience when it comes to this kind of thing. Like, I mean, again, like my background is very much in PvP mm-hmm. video games and back-end systems, matchmaking systems, uh, uh, leaks, and so on. So I've done a lot of that stuff. Uh, but it's more the organization like getting people to the right place and actually schedule for it because what I'm used to is just just play online whenever you want to, no <laughs> one cares. Uh, but when it's actually getting people to seats at locations, that's something that uh, we are, to be honest, quite inexperienced in. Now we have uh, help from some uh, consulting agencies to help set up, set up for us. Okay. Uh, we do have quite a lot of in-house drafts on how how this tournament stuff will be working. We're working on back-end solutions to keep it all online, make sure that when shops and events so on run any kind of tournaments, it's immediately updated on global servers, etc. Okay. Um, so uh, we're doing a lot of work. There's a lot of work to do there. Um, and we are... Uh, yeah, we're, we're keeping pace. Yeah, I think the uh, infrastructure is it's coming together now. It's, yeah, yeah, it's certainly been one of the bigger challenges because uh, just the physical side of things, something that's we personally don't have experience in, but fortunately have been able to get some help on uh, from other uh, yeah, from other companies. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Awesome. Um, let's see. I I know in particular you're coming over to the U.S. Are, are you two physically coming over to the U.S. for PAX Unplugged? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the 16th, is it? 14th? Yeah. Yeah. Around. Yeah. Mid November. Yeah. Mid to late November. Yeah. We'll be there the whole the whole event. Yep. Yeah. Big tournament planned. Yeah, so we'll be probably yeah backup judges. For judges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sort of so, disputes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that, there's, I know there's going to be a lot of that going on. Um, oh, no. <laughs> everybody has questions about these cards. I, I mean, I, I like to think I'm getting pretty good at understanding at least like what you are going for, and so I can usually sort things out. Mm-hmm. But uh, th- th- there's uh, every now and then someone tries a new combination that's like, hmm, haven't seen that one before. Yeah, the, maybe we've uh, we've got a few uh, a few people volunteers helping us out uh, at events and so on. Okay. And some of the tests what we do is kind of the typical like here's a combination of cards that people don't necessarily immediately get. Like for example, like one of the tests we often run is uh, you have Night Lurker versus Tentacle versus Weaver in play, attack into a uh, exterior, defender. exterior defender and consume your abyss tentacle what happens uh, those kind of things <laughs> yeah, we set up a lot of scenarios and say what happens next to, to sure. see what they, they think and those about. are the things where like it's there is a logical order to it it's just that uh, people often skip like when you skim the rules you can't skip those steps yeah, so that's probably yeah. where we, we'll see the most minor disputes hopefully yeah but, I, that, uh, that but things like the triggers first and the effect yeah that happens with any any rule for any game like you can read through them but until you've actually played the game a lot of them don't make sense yeah until you have the context to go with it so yeah all right um are there any other i guess major events that you 
have planned in the future that you can talk about? Uh, the last bit of the sentence was important, but I'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are, but not that we can talk about. Right okay, now. okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, Pax guess... Unplugged is the big focus. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah Pax Unplugged is the next big one. We're obviously still doing like we have a, a group here and a, a few guys in America that are kind of touring just hobby shops uh, throughout the country. Yeah, uh, like I think these guys here have been to like three or four shops per week for the last oh, yeah. four months. They something. live on the road at the moment. Yeah. Oh. live in a van basically <laughs> that's awesome on the bed of cards <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i guess that just means we'll we'll have to get you back on the show sometime in the future when you can actually talk about that stuff so yeah that's all we have for episode one of need more buffs but don't worry we have more on the way if you liked what you heard we have Chris and Benny back for episodes two and three. Each of uh, episode two will focus on the deck that Chris brought along, and episode three, the deck that Br- Benny brought along. So there's plenty more Light Seekers talk coming up. But before we get to that point, I have a big request to ask of you. If you like the podcast, what you've heard so far, maybe you want to listen to another episode or two, but please don't wait too long. Uh, I, I, I'm looking for honest ratings and reviews in iTunes. This is basically the lifeblood of a podcast. It's what can make or break it. And I, I, I want to see this show go somewhere. I want to get more people to find out about this amazing game that we all know and love. To help get the word out there, I need you to go into iTunes, regardless of where you listen to this podcast, iTunes, unfortunately, it is the review that really matters. So I need you to go into iTunes, find our show, Need More Buffs, and leave a rating and review. Before you hit that submit button, though, do me a favor and take a screenshot of your review. Once you've taken this screenshot... Head over onto Twitter and post this picture of your review and tag the show in it at Need More Buffs and use the hashtag Need More Buffs. That that's the best way for me to be able to see all of these reviews. Unfortunately, the way iTunes works, I am only able to see the reviews that are posted from the United States. So for everybody listening over in the UK or all the, uh, all the way around the world, wherever you're listening to this, I want to see your reviews as well. Unfortunately, like I said, because of the way iTunes works, I can only see the reviews that come in from the U.S. So if you post them on Twitter, tag at NeedMoreBuffs or use the hashtag NeedMoreBuffs, that way I will be able to find all of them and read all of them and share all of them. But like I said, I'm going to give you the chance, a a, a little more incentive, but I'm going to give you the chance to win something. As you know, this show is sponsored by DeliveryCrab.com that sells Lightseekers singles. And for every 10 reviews that this show gets, I'm going to go ahead and give away a $10 gift certificate to DeliveryCrab.com. So we're going to run this for two weeks, the first two weeks. That means that the show launched today on November 7th. We're going to run this through November 21st. So I'm going to look on November 21st 
find out how many reviews we got. If we got a hundred reviews by that point, then we are going to give away ten ten dollar gift certificates to deliverycrab.com. There the winners will be randomly selected from all of the people that have tweeted out a picture of their review. So that's that's what's happening here. I need you to leave that rating and review in iTunes, take that screenshot, tweet it out, and tag us in it. If you've done that, we'll be able to find it. You'll be entered. And we're going to give away some Delivery Crab gift certificates. I really hope you like what you've heard so far. We have, obviously, like I said, episodes two and three are out right now. You can go check them out right away. Episodes four and five are on their way. It'll be coming out every Tuesday as long as we keep getting enough guests on the show. That's all we have for now. Stay tuned for more deliveries.